Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprotti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a Japanese reality television program that you can watch on Netflix.com if you have a subscription. If you have a subscription, you could also pre-order our um, newest video game, Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> which Andrew and I have been working super hard on for the past 13 years. Um, we hope you like it. Thank you. We know there's a lot of expectation and build up. We know a lot of you have been waiting for this game for a long time. Um, and Andrea and I, just the two of us, have put in so much time, we've effort. We've been working so hard. Yeah. That's why we missed a few episodes. Mm-hmm. We've been working so hard. So hard in secret. Uh, you know, just it's hard to get the rights to Pirates of the Caribbean 3 <laughs> at World's End, um, especially, you know, so long after that movie has come out. Uh, it's crazy. We, we finally secured the rights because we needed Sora to be in Pirates of the Caribbean 3 at World's End. Yeah, you know, needed. to be able to tell Sora's story, we needed to tell Captain Jack Sparrow's. Anyway, <laughs> today's episode, we're talking about um, episode 36 of Opening New Doors. It's called Take Shelter from the Rain. It is part five, episode four. It is very cute. Yes. So last week, we kind of talked about the fact that we got a whole bunch of new people and we didn't really like see how they live we just learned a lot about them and i feel like this episode we finally get to kind of uh get some insight into how these people are going to interact and the way they interact on the whole is nice and quaint i would say very cute with maybe the exception of sota well sota's a little weird but yes that's okay what's your take on sota at this point Sota, i i'm not sure i don't know if he's like awkward because of how he was raised or if he just doesn't really know what he wants to do yeah i'm surprised he's on the show i'm surprised i'm on he's on the show too especially since he's here for market research which i think yeah you know when when by the end of this when the seasons are like ending they kind of just like throw whoever's on there yeah yeah it's almost like the season is ending and they were just like well this is the only guy we have left let's go it's very weird i like the way he interacts with everyone in the house is just kind of like confrontational but he's not angry you know what i mean like yeah i don't know maybe like he just has, he just has a really strong yeah he has a really strong personality and uh i hope that he becomes friends with people yeah i hope he kind of like blossoms a little bit more um yeah. in the way that like yui is now i think becoming somebody yeah. that everybody likes instead of just you and me <laughs> yeah god i hope i hope it stays that way yeah anyway let's talk about it uh i the only thing that i really want to mention from the opening recap panel is just uh yama says anyone who can make pot stickers can't be a bad guy which i love it it reminded me of that pixar short bow yeah Yeah. making have you ever made pot stickers i haven't like put them in and then just like slowly like squeeze them and just Mm -hmm. like it's it's very careful and very caring and i understand where he's coming from yeah i get that it's cute so kaito can't be a bad guy be a bad guy god yeah. please don't be a bad guy yeah oh god <laughs> so we start the episode and we're at the table and it's yui shunsuke and aya and they're playing jenga together they ask shunsuke like hey you just lost two people in your room and now you have two people so what does that feel like and he's like yeah every the vibe has changed dramatically mainly because sota and kaito go to sleep really early <laughs> i'm the only one awake which i love just he's like ah oh, shit yeah nothing about how those two are as people just like yeah they go to sleep early kind of sucks i have no one to talk to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've shared a room before. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, while this is happening, Sota returns from work. Uh, he says he's not used to the commute. We figure out or we find out later. Oh my God. His commute is two hours and 20 minutes door to door. Oh, my God. So it's yeah. like five hours a day. Yeah. It's I will say this. I occasion. So my commute right now is about two hours door to door. 
occasionally coming home from work if i miss a train or something uh it is around two hours and 20 minutes so like i i am there doing that as well and it is definitely a lot and not for everybody it i'm fine with it weirdly i have i have a weird demeanor where like i don't really mind that commute um but i could see not going going from not having that commute to suddenly having it being very jarring and terrifying i feel like i would be okay with it as long as i didn't have to drive yeah because i have to drive i drive like 20 minutes to work which is like i'm not complaining about it but i hate driving yeah yeah the driving aspect is awful yeah it's before i had this two hour commute per day i was also driving 20 minutes and i would trade the 20 minute drive for the two hour train ride any day of the week yeah yeah and i wish just being stuck in traffic so fucking bad yeah when you're on the train it's just like you're just hanging out yeah, when you're on the train, you can sleep. I can't yeah. sleep when I'm driving. Yeah. Have I mentioned this on the podcast before? I don't know if I have, but I feel like when when you're on a train, you have permission to do nothing in a yeah. way that you never have permission to do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, if, I, I get it. If you were to just sit in that chair that you're sitting in right now, you were doing <laughs> literally nothing. You weren't like on your computer. You were just staring straight out into nothing for two hours. That would be weird. If you're doing it on train, completely cool. If I'm in motion, I still feel like, like I'm accomplishing something. Yeah. So I'm getting from point A to point B, so I don't have to do anything else. Right. And you're not it's responsible incredible. for if it's late or if there's a... No. If there's train traffic or whatever. It's incredible on the bullet train. Yeah. Because you have to stay there. Like, my bullet train distances are very long because I don't normally go to my hometown. Mm-hmm. And it's at least like a six, eight hour like train ride. And so I just stay there doing nothing for like six or eight hours. Yeah. Watch Japanese Netflix for there six or eight hours. Yeah, just download it's some great. shit. It's amazing. It's like being on a flight without like the stress of being God, flying is flying, through the, flying air. is the opposite of that. Flying flying is stressful and sometimes it's turbulent and I don't like it, but I do it like seven times. Yeah. Well, year. there's also like the whole TSA thing. You got to like take your shoes off. Like there's all that stuff. Anyway, let's keep going. What were we even talking about? Oh, so the in his commute. <clears throat> yeah. So he hangs around to play Jenga for a bit and then he gets up and he goes to take a bath. Uh, yeah. and, and just because he's gone, Yui's like, hey, Aya, where are you at with him? Because right when he came into the house, he said that he was attractive. Are you like into that? W- what's going on? And Aya's just like, I don't know. I tried to have a conversation with him and he was like very cold to me. And she talks about the whole like, quote, uh, so you want me to be your driver bit of that conversation? And it was like, yeah. I don't know. That just really turned me off. And Yui is like, that might have just been his sense of humor. Yeah. But like either way, if it came off as rude, then it came off as rude and like there's nothing you can really do about that. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. But Yeah. And then Yui asks Aya, she's like, What do you think about Kaito? And Aya like starts to say, like, yeah, I don't know, he's really not my type. And then Yui's like, What do you mean he's not your type? He's so fun and great and, and cute and whatever. And and Aya's like, Okay, what do you think about Kaito? <laughs> like <laughs> tell me where you're at. Like you have something you have something to tell me. Yeah. Um and she's like, you know, I, I find him very endearing. I'm surprised that you don't like him very much. Um, kind of just like not really saying outright that she's the one that has a crush on him. Um, and I was like, yeah, I just I just have nothing to really say to him. But honestly, I think that you two would probably go really well together. Um, yeah. And I wrote this in the notes. But at this exact moment, I was like, oh, my God, I has learned so much from Sena. Like that is yeah. such like a Sena comment to make. And Aya's kind of like fit into that role of like, I'm going to be the person that just moves all the relationships in the house forward. It's so funny because she's the youngest one. Yeah. Bless her heart. Is it her? Is is Maya younger than Aya? I think Maya might be younger than Aya from a a few months, I guess. Mm, Yeah. But Aya is is younger than Yui. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Of the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So also, uh, they're talking about having watched Terrace House episodes recently, and Yui's just like, yeah, I think in the case of Kaito, I'm probably not going to write out a questionnaire and bring it on a date. And I oh is like, oh, God. yeah, I've been meaning to tell you that you need to stop that. You need to stop doing that. It's time to stop, Yui. Oh, my God. Um, and she was like, yeah, I just watched an episode of Terrace House yesterday where I busted out a questionnaire and I felt like a crazy person. So I'm just not going to do that anymore. Well, yeah, just don't do it anymore. My my guy. Yeah. You could also, uh, Yui, listen to our podcast where we dunk Please on you do. for doing that pretty frequently. Please do. I we, love you. We're definitely much. the Yui defenders, but not the we Yui are the questionnaire Yui defenders. defenders. But, but it's time to stop. It's time to stop. So we then cut to the table the next afternoon and it's Kaito and Maya and immediately like this scene is like maybe six seconds long. Kaito's just like, hey, do you want to go get soba? Yes, I want to go get soba. And they go and leave and go to soba. Um, So we're at the soba place. Uh, We cut to Kaito like slurping up his noodles. He looks so happy. I know. Very much. This man loves his noodles. Yeah, he does. It's invoking what they were talking about on the panel last week where he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. It's like such like a happy Winnie the Pooh eating honey vibe here. It's so good. I mean, I, that's also me whenever I eat like really good noodles too. Yeah, it's very good. So during this, Maya asks like, hey, do you see any like potential romance in your future with the people that are in the house right now? Um, and he responds just straight up by saying, I've never met a girl that's Yui's type before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, yeah, yeah, Yui's like down to earth. She has a cute personality. Um, and she's like, yeah, I see you looking at her all the time. He says, quote, I notice you looking at her. Uh, and Ooh. I wrote this in the notes, which is great because Baba says this exact line later. Um, she's, but it's basically like, okay, that means that Maya is also looking at Kaito looking all at the Kaito, time. Yeah. Right? So like, there's probably some level of interest there as well. Yeah. Kaito says, you know, I just like to observe people a lot. That's kind of like my vibe. And my, uh, Maya's like, you should probably do more than observe in this case. Like if you want to be with someone, you can't just like stare at them like a weirdo. And then he says a very good line. Yeah, he goes, Yui is like, and then just kind of like trails off a marshmallow, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. I also yeah. know. In the same way that last week when they said that Kaito is a lot like Winnie the Pooh and we were like, oh yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. I feel that way with the marshmallow thing too. Yeah, I get it too. This was also the first moment where I was like, yeah, you and Guy are friends, aren't you? Like you definitely oh, grew up together. <laughs> this was very Guy adjacent. Yeah, it's good. I don't want to subscribe any any weird thoughts of like Maya is into Kaito, but like that comment about like I notice you looking at her all the time was like, uh. yeah, it's a little like I mean maybe she's just maybe she's also just very observant. Or yeah. obs- yes, observe. Yes, I agree with you. Maybe she also just likes looking at people. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe you know. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't feel any sense of like envy from that. No, I it did- didn't. It didn't seem to come from a bad place. Yeah, it was just like a very matter of fact. Like I see this happening constantly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the that's the soba scene. Um. There's a lot that happens this episode. A lot of little like one on one scenes like this. Uh. So we cut to the intro and we come back. We're in Shibuya and it's Maya working at what I thought was a clothing store, but is now a restaurant. I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. Um. I don't I want to go. It looks tasty and also fashionable. Yeah. It feels like um. This is a very specific call out, but it feels like if you if you're in New York around the Flatiron, there's a place called Italy. There's actually a bunch of Italy's all over the place, but Italy is like I don't know somehow like takes up the space of 16 buildings in in the center of New York and is like yeah. a giant supermarket and also like 15 restaurants and also a clothing store. It's like it's like a lifestyle. Yeah. 
it it's is. like a life this is probably what this is called the lifestyle store yeah yeah i could see that you know and actually being in shibuya would also make it very similar to italy's placement in new york i was I gonna think. say exactly it's like middle middle of the street street middle of the city yeah not middle of the street that would be very bad planning mm-hmm. um middle of the city just like come get your shirts and also rice balls yeah whereas at italy it's like come get um a latte and also some lasagna and also a shirt and i i wonder you know what i this whole time i was just wondering how that place smelled probably really good right yeah i don't know but like if you buy a shirt from there yeah. does it come with like the smoked flavor smell <laughs> i imagine i imagine uh you know how like back in the day it was like always a thing that uh hollister would like oh my god smell up their place with like very specific smells I still smell i still have that smell that, like memory. sense memory yeah yeah i imagine that um being a sushi and rice ball place while also being a clothing store probably works in their favor in terms of selling clothes yeah i think so because people are like oh i'm hungry yeah i'm also hungry for capitalism mm-hmm. i'm hungry i'm hungry for sweatshirts I'm hungry for sweatshirts. Me, whenever I go to the grocery store and I'm really hungry, <laughs> and the buying like seven things I don't need. Uh huh. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Classic. Anyway, want to go there? Yeah, me too. Um, so she's working at the shop. She's taking orders and stuff. And then we see her uh, talking with some of her coworkers, and they're like, "Hey, how do you think uh, things are going in the house? Like, is there anyone you're into? Is anyone like attractive?" And she's like, "Yeah, I've just never really cared about looks, but like all the members are good looking in their own ways." Okay. And one of the guys that she works with says, yeah, you tend to fall for people that you spend a lot of time with is like kind of how you end up in relationships. Like you just go from like hanging out with someone all the time to like suddenly you're dating and like that's the situation. That's kind of a good way to do it, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, and all I could think of when she was like, yeah, that is kind of how all my relationships work out. It's like, oh, wow, you live with five people now. Eventually, I guess something's going to happen with all five of them. Whoa. She's going to date all five. Hell yeah. Persona five. <laughs> Uh-huh. My Persona 5 walkthrough where I date every single person uh-huh. that I can date. Yeah, absolutely. I get slapped in on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Maya's going to show up in the next episode with like a masquerade ball mask on. And a where, gun. Yeah, and a gun and a long trench coat. <laughs> and a cat that talks. Uh-huh. And a cat that talks. Uh, and they're going to go oh, inside man. Udai's brain. And what was it called? Change his heart. And change his heart. Then he'll be like, I can put my own socks on. <laughs> Imagine if you went through an entire Persona 5 palace and at the end, the, the antagonist was just like, yeah, I can put my own socks on now. I don't need anyone else. I learned. I learned. I learned self-sufficiency. Yeah. I'm a dog now. I'm not a puppy. No. <laughs> he becomes that dog in Persona 3 that you get to fight in your party. Yeah. There you go. Shoot itself in the face every single time Matthew is a persona sorry let's let's stop <laughs> it's it's time to stop it's time to stop so then we cut to a different place in shibuya and we see sota and he's uh working you know he's he's typing on his laptop and it's you know the shots are as interesting as you can make of someone typing on a laptop and he has like a very legitimate work chat with some other people it seems like a co-working space that he's it does in. yeah um it's just like a bunch of other people and they're just kind of like asking how his app is going and then that's when he talks about his commute and how long it is and how he's like not really used to it. And one of the guys is like, I'm old, so I'm going to get right to the point. What was your first impression of all the people in the house? And uh, Sota's response is, my general impression is that everyone seemed to sparkle, which I like. That's cute. It is nice. That's like the, that's like the nicest thing he says in this episode, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyone sparkles. Yeah. It's all the the Instagram filters that I use. Yeah, it is. Uh, so then we cut to the girls' room, and it's all three of them, and they're in there. Um, and this scene's kind of rough. Yui says, hey, I've just been like kind of rethinking my life, what I want to do, um, the industries that I want to work in and stuff. Uh, and before she even like gets to finish that thought, both Aya and Maya are like, you'd be so great in the bridal industry. Like, I think things are going to work out for you. Everything's going great. And uh, Yui then starts to cry. Oh, at that. man, that yeah. sucks. Um, and she's like, after I watch myself on Terrace House uh, and after seeing some comments about me on Terrace House on social media, she's like, I don't think that I'm going to be able to get into that industry anymore. I just don't think it's going to work. Um, she talks about how she mentioned one of the companies that she wanted to work for by name in one of the episodes which we saw like when she was in prep work for her interview yeah. um so people have been tweeting at that company <sighs> saying like make sure you don't hire yui God. which is uh you know fucking really rough. fucked up yeah um just really gross Not and bad you can do. and this has like warped her kind of i think sense of like self-worth in a lot of ways so since then she's turned down three different job offers um because she was like i think this stigma attached to me and hiring me might be too much for these companies to overcome and like it wouldn't be worth it for them to have me on board um so she has a career meeting because she doesn't know what else to do with her life Mm -hmm. she doesn't know what other industries she would want to work in and i and Meyer are like you're perfect for the bridal industry though like you're constantly going around helping out uh, everyone in the house in small ways like it seems like this would be perfect for you and the fact that you literally can't think of something else that you'd want to do so much so that you have to sign up for a meeting with a career advisor probably means that you and should stick with the show. bridal industry yeah. yeah if you feel so strongly about something like i'm sure that there will be ways for you to break out into it yeah um yeah. yui's response to that is like Yes, thank you for all of that, but also at the same time, like I'm kind of hopeful about this because like I've never even looked outside of the industry and there might be mm-hmm. something better for me out there that I just like haven't thought of yet. Um Yeah. I mean, which I think is a nice way of thinking just, about yeah, it. Yeah, she should still do it. But I, I don't agree. know. If she feels so she feels so strongly about it that she hasn't thought of anything else, it kinda I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I very much am on both teams simultaneously. Mm-hmm. like the bridal industry apparently seems very right for her at least based on the other people that live with her it's all she's ever wanted to do really um it seems like you know she kind of uh allowed some really hurtful things that were said online to like fuck with her in such a way that she turned down other jobs that were unrelated to like the one company um you know and and that's not her fault at all obviously that's the fault of of those who said shitty things online about a person who's just trying to live her fucking life yeah and i mean way way to go for her to like try and like change herself after seeing something that she doesn't like but it's still it's still so fucked up for someone to just like try and this person that you don't know and try and ruin their life yeah to go to go on twitter and say don't hire this person because of what I saw of her on a reality show that is heavily yeah. edited is gross in a lot of ways. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I but, know that you guys listening wouldn't do that, but don't do that. I, I even think back to like Sherry on Aloha State, like maybe one of the like meanest, like outright meanest oh people God. that we've ever yeah. seen on that show. Like I still wouldn't go on Twitter and say like, hey, this person sucks. You should watch her on the show. No, and you know? that's something like that's happened because she was she was going for another position as the Miss Hawaii. 
And she yeah. ended up like not getting enough votes, but also like on her picture, because it was a Facebook vote. Like, on yeah. her picture, people were like, you're awful. You have an awful personality. I fucking hate you. Yeah. It's just really shitty. Yeah, it is really That's shitty. That's part of the reason why I would never go on a reality show, I think. Yeah, because you never know yeah. how you're going to be edited. Yeah. Yeah. I got that student loan debt. I don't, <laughs> I ain't got time for people to be telling, telling people to not give me a job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So after this week, cut to the panel and Yama says something like, I think very salient. Uh, he says, yeah. if you base your decisions, comments from people on social media, then you're just letting them win. That's a very you good know. point. Yeah, it's a very like cut and dry way of dealing with that. It's very like, I'm going to think objectively about how to, how to deal with social media trolls. But um, at the same time, like everyone on that panel is extremely famous, you know, and like they know what it's like to live in the spotlight. Um, and you can tell as soon as we cut to this panel break that they all very much recognize exactly what she's going through because they all yeah. experience it probably on a daily basis and have for their entire careers. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of stinks. I mean, like, I'm sure they're coming from a very good point of like, we've dealt with this and it's the thing that you can deal with. But it, it just really sucks because I hope she gets she gets a job. I hope she gets a job that she likes. Me too. Um, and we, we hear about her later uh, that she went to the meeting and she's like glad that she went and there's a couple companies that she's being introduced to and that she's like kind of interested in. But even when she's talking about it, it seems like she's kind of like iffy, you know, yeah. like she, she's not like 100% attached to the idea. Um, I'm hoping that eventually, maybe when this episode comes out and she gets to watch this episode, she kind of realizes like, yeah, I'm not going to let these fuckers alter my life path, you know? Yeah. Um, Because at the same time, she is also like a marginally famous person. And I'm sure any bridal company would want her in there, not only because of that, but also because of the amount of prep work she does for interviews, the uh, scenes that we see of her helping people around the house. Like she fits the bill, you know, she's both qualified and a famous person. Yeah. And I feel like that would be good for everyone. Yeah. And she's also the Terrace House expert now. Yeah, she is. She's the, what she call herself? The grandma? Is that what she says? Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm the grandma. I'm the Terrace House grandma. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think we talked about this maybe in Aloha State, maybe in Opening New Doors, but I, I like I like Terrace House when it gets to around this part in, in seasons because we get to the point where like every the first six people are just trying to learn how to be in Terrace House and then they pass down that knowledge onto anyone that comes like, in. I got you. Yeah, but now that we've it's- officially gotten rid of everyone who has been in Terrace House, for a while and we are at a completely like fresh slate group of people Yeah, the torch is passed yeah the torch is passed and now we're like playing a game of telephone in a way where like the torches keep getting passed down uh it's interesting yeah it makes me happy it's a cool place to be um anyway so after the panel we cut back to the table and it's yui and it's kaito uh and we find out that yui went to the career planning thing and kaito asks uh hey what are you doing tomorrow and uh she's like oh i'm not doing anything i'm free and he says, I want to go skateboarding tomorrow. Do you want to come with me? Also, I need a ride <laughs> to be able to do that. Um, and she says yes. And he's like, even if it rains, we should still hang out. Like, we can stay home. We can cook something together, Aww. which is nice. So it's it's more than just please give me a ride to the skate park. It is like, I want to hang out with you specifically. You want me to be your driver? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want me to be your fucking lift, Kaito? Yui.app. Ooh. Ooh um make make sato develop it yes oh my god we have all the makings of a million dollar business in that house yep 
Um, so we also find out that uh, Maya's birthday is in a couple days. So they're like planning some stuff out. Uh, Yui says that she bought a cake. Kaito's like, oh, I'll get um, all the guys to chip in. We can get like a bottle of champagne or something. So while they're talking about Maya's <laughs> potential birthday party, uh, she walks in the door and there's this like immediate. It's very quick. Uh, there's this immediate look of recognition as soon as she walks in and she sees the two people that are sitting at the table. She's like, uh, oh, I'm walking in uh, on something. There's a there's some sparks flying here. Um, and she sits down and the first thing she asks is how Yui's meeting went. Um, and like we said before, she's glad she went, you know, yada, yada. She's she's uh, going to talk to some companies and Kaito kind of like out of completely left field is like oh yeah today i went to go do laundry and there was like some girl's underwear just all over the place the fuck? and uh i didn't feel comfortable like picking it up or moving it or whatever so i just didn't do my laundry today but if one of you knows that it's yours or like if like we could do something about this that would be great and um <laughs> yui kind of like springs into action and she's like first of all it's aya's it's definitely not either of ours um but i will go move it for you and she like sprints out of the room and then goes and handles I- it I love that they left that in. Yes. I love it when they leave mundane shit in. I think, okay, so she does that, and then she also puts some of Kaito's laundry in. Yeah, she does it. Yeah, she, like, starts it, and she's like, I'm not gonna, I didn't put the dryer cycle on, you can do that later, you can press that button. But anyway, I think it's important in illustrating why she's so perfect for the bridal industry. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is exactly the kind of thing that everybody talks about, where it's like, Yui helps out in small ways constantly. Like, she is an incredible person to live with, because she is constantly doing these kinds of things for people. And I, and I think leaving th- that little moment in like really illustrates that. Um, yeah. What happens next? Oh, yeah. So um, after this, you know, they're talking about the skate date a little bit. And uh, Yui says something that we haven't heard from her in a long time. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, whenever I have a date, the sun always comes out. The sun comes out for me. Yeah, um, she's a hareonna. Yeah, it's a Japanese saying, but like I'm a person who makes the sun come out, mm-hmm. and there's like a person, there's like a ame ame otoko, like a man who like makes it rain. Yes, I know it's a saying. Yeah, um, so she says that the sun comes out for her, and then we cut to the kitchen the next day, and it's the two of them, and they're in the kitchen, and the sun is out. Look at that! Yay! So Kaito is finishing the dishes before they leave, and Yui gets up to help, and Kaito's like, no, 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 you can sit down. Like I'll I'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. Um, and she sits for like maybe one minute and then is like, yeah. no, 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 I'm helping. And then gets up and then helps so they can leave. If she wants to be out. She knows that sun is on a limited schedule. Yeah. So they're in the car. Yui's driving. They're, they're taking the, <coughs> the green Volkswagen Beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yui asks, hey, do you have any competitions coming up? And Kaido apparently does. He has one coming up soon. And she's like, cool, I'm going. I'll be there. Oh, which is nice. Um, I'm excited for that scene already when everybody shows up and cheers on Kaito as he is God, in his competition. Too. It's gonna be He's fun. gonna shred. Yeah, it's good. Um, so they get to the skate park and uh Kaito is like, Oh, I'm glad there's like a good seat to sit on. I'm glad that there's like an actual place where you can like hang out. Uh and Yui says, I'll sit and pretend that I'm the chaperone. So good. Which is great. And then Kaito, we just get, you know, a classic like shot or a classic sequence where Kaito is just uh skating around and doing some like impressive shit and it's yui sitting on the on the bench just going sugoi over and over again (laughs) she's trying to take pictures and she can't take any because like he's moving too fast or something he's newman he's newman newman around and yeah obviously the best best moment of this entire episode (laughs) um is 
Kaito is skating around and there's a guy who's also skating around while pushing a baby stroller. Oh, it's so good. And what the fuck? Kaido stops. He's like skating and he immediately like comes to a screeching halt and then goes to high five the baby. And I was like, that that is a literal baby. That baby has no idea what it's supposed to do in that situation. (laughs) But then it sure does high five Kaido back. That's a cool baby. It is a cool baby. God, I love that. Yeah, me too. It's a good moment. Um, Who brings your baby to the skate park? I have no idea. It was very confusing, but I, I'm glad it happened. I had a lot of questions, but I was okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, so then Kaido comes back and he's like, hey, do you want to skate around a little bit? I can teach you real quick. And he helps you. We get on the skateboard and he pushes her just a little bit, um, just enough for her to be like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And then it starts raining. Yeah. Um, she like she like freaked out, which I, I, I also. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that we see this sequence like immediately after Aya and Taka did it. Oh my god, that's right. I feel like we just like had that date. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But it's anyway, funny. it starts to rain and the two of them sit under one of the ramps. It's like it's one very piece of the half pipe. Cute. Um, and, and Kaido's like, this is crazy. I feel like we're at grade school, like hiding under the ramp right now. Um, and Yui's like, yeah, I guess my, my powers of holding the rain back only go so far. And Kaido thanks her and her superpowers. Yeah, at least we were able to escape for a bit. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then they decide instead of waiting it out, we're just going to bail. And uh, they, they sprint through the rain to go back to the car. Yeah. Date over. Date over. It was a really good one. It was a good one. How do you feel so about the two of them? I think... I really hope something actually develops, but I feel like they're both so chill. Yeah. I guess, I mean, Yui isn't exactly chill, but I feel like she won't be the person to like do the first move yeah and kaito will be just like someone who goes with the flow so i don't know if anybody's actually going to develop with them but they can at least be really good friends yeah they at least like enjoying like hanging out with each other yeah i feel the same way like it seems like there's definitely a romantic interest on both sides but i don't think either of them really care enough to like make it an actual relationship you know yeah also i think it's been like a week yeah that's true so give it yeah. a bit i guess yeah i i just feel like i didn't see like sparks in this i just saw like two people who really get along hanging out yeah you know yeah and then it started to rain so the sparks got like damp yeah damp yeah, yeah. damp sparks damp sparks after this we cut to the girls room and it's yui and aya and they're just kind of like going over how the date went um and aya is just like so did you do that thing because she's again just went on this date with taka like recently so she's like oh did you do that thing where like you stood on the board and then you held your hands out so like he could grab your hands and like you'd be holding hands as he like taught you how to skateboard she was like oh my god why didn't i think of that (laughs) she was just like no this is terrifying i don't want to do yeah um so she did not do that she also is like yeah i wanted to tell him that he was cool but i was too embarrassed to do it so i just i just said that that was amazing (laughs) <laughs> and just left it at that. I like that's really wholesome, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um I like I like interested in a person Yui is is a good version of Me Yui. Me too. Yeah. But without the questionnaires. Without the questionnaires, yeah. Could you right. imagine if she brought a questionnaire to the skate date? I feel She's like Kaito would the- love that. Oh my god, he's thinking the weird it was the weirdest shit. He'd love it. Uh somebody cut to the table and it's Shunsuke and Kaito and Soda. And Shunsuke wants to know how it went when Soda talked to both Aya and Yui. He's like, look, Mm -hmm. I am the kind of person that needs to know every single excruciating detail of every single relationship that might be starting in this house. I need you to tell me every single bit of what happened when you talked to both of these people. 
Me too. I love tea. Yeah. I want Shinsuke to be on this show way more than he is. Oh my god, me too. Every time he talks, it's a fucking revelation. I love it. It's so... He's very funny. He is very funny. And he... he Honestly, like Kaito mentions that he's the observer, but I feel like Shunsuke is like really the observer in the house. Like, I feel like... Do you remember when um, Mila was on Aloha State and she was just watching the show with us? Yeah. I feel like that's what Shunsuke is right now. That's his vibe. Yeah. I feel like Mila is, is the person that we, we defend the most from Aloha I know, State. I love Mila. She yeah. has a YouTube channel again. Oh, does she? Yeah. Uh, she, she also got her Instagram back after it was hacked. Yeah, how stupid. I think, what was it, Vulture? That Vulture um, ranking of Terrace House members mm-hmm. that came out and then just got edited and like they added everyone else to it recently. Yeah. And I think Mila's really low on that. That's like maybe the only one that I'm like, I will not stand for this from that list. I have, I have, to, re- I have to reread that because now that part five is out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll reread it. Anyway, onward. Anyway onward what were we talking about oh right yeah shunsuke wants to know how that how those conversations went uh so uh talking about aya sota is like honestly that conversation with her was incredibly short and it really didn't have any substance damn boy holy shit (laughs) okay shit it's hot the tea's hot let's go it is yeah it was that was pretty rough uh honestly okay and then he's like, yeah, with Yui, though, I had like a much deeper conversation. It was really interesting. Um, you know, I got to talk about my divorce and the child that I have. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just like talking to Yui. I think Yui's a, a fun and good person. And Shinsuke and Kaito are both just like, hold the f- uh? fuck up, dude. Uh? What? Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them knew about the situation. And no. uh, Soda's just like, yeah, I haven't been hiding it or anything. It's just like, you know, we were talking about relationships and it came up. Yeah, but you haven't been saying it. He- yeah i guess they've been living there for like probably around a week at this point yeah and like this is the first that most I mean, people have to hear about it if it's not that big of a piece in his life i guess yeah because he doesn't see them yeah i think okay you mentioned this in the last episode that was like why yeah. didn't he mention this earlier and i think yeah. my response to that was just like he's trying to not let this thing that happened to him define him he's like trying to move on and like live his life and like this is not like the thing that identifies sota you know yeah. He's, he's not like, hi, it's me. I'm Sota. I am divorced and have a kid. And also I'm 26 years old. Like that. It's not, that's not the order of events for him. Yeah. But I think the panel when talking about this, I think it's Tokui. Oh yeah. I wrote this down. Tokui mentions like he delivered that news to them in the most shocking way possible, which was completely nonchalantly. And then pretending that it wasn't interesting as soon as he brought it up. Yeah. When everybody else is surprised by it, he's just like, I don't understand why this is surprising to you which like it's kind of shitty yeah like i i'm very much on on the side of like don't let this thing define who you are but at the same time like it is not an insignificant thing to just bring up about a person that you live with you know what i mean yeah yeah that's buck wild to like not say anything yeah i think tokui is even like if he had even prefaced it with like this might come as a surprise to you but here's my living here's my whole life you know yeah exactly like then it kind of makes sense but this way of bringing it up and then just saying like it's nothing it's like uh that's kind of dismissive of like your own life in a way yeah uh chill you're disrespecting yourself at that point yeah that's Um, that's very not cool i think yeah, yeah but anyway they also talk about how uh they think that maya is interested in kaito on some level because of the whole um i've been watching you comment <laughs> so after that we cut to the table 
Uh, it's everyone except for Sota. And this is when uh, Maya's birthday party happens. She walks in. Uh, they like made the place look they really made cute. It. They made it look really nice. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of birthday parties that have happened in this house. This was the first time where I looked at the at the decorations which are not like that much more than are usually there but for some reason they were arranged in such a way that was very nice yeah it was cute i liked it a lot maybe now that yui yui is looking into like an event planner or something mm-hmm. yeah maybe she like pinterest the shit out of it yeah maybe yeah no longer just um bridal stuff this is all events now all um, events so then sota arrives and he brought some champagne and he also brought flowers Maya, Aww. which was nice he was like it, it's sad for me to just buy champagne yeah he was like i don't want to come in like just bringing champagne that the three guys like all chipped in for so like here's another thing um and yui and aya also got her a gift too and it was some perfume um Aww. which was nice yeah it, it's interesting because like they've clearly been in the house for such a short period of time that they don't really know a whole lot about maya yet like they don't know enough about like what she actually wants so they just kind of like oh they throw like a very general like nice birthday party for her it's like in Aloha State when they had the Christmas gifts and Lauren got like a weird pencil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, it's so weird. What, wasn't that guy that gave her a pencil? I think guy gave her the pencil because he was like, I don't, I've just got here. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what you wanted. It was like the pencil that had a smiley face on it, I think. I think it was like glasses. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. I just yeah, remember, I remember it was like one of those weird shaped pencils. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's yeah. like, you're an artist, right? Here you go. Yeah. Plus him. So, you know, they, they are drinking and they are just like kind of mid conversation. And Maya is like, hey, Soto, what did you do on your 20th birthday? Because that was like years ago for you at this point. And he was like, uh, I think on my 20th birthday, I turned in our marriage certificate. And, and, what? and Aya and Maya, who are the only two people in the house that don't know at this point, just look extremely surprised. I am amazed that Yui did not tell the two of them. Yeah. Between last week and this week. Probably, it was probably like not her thing to say. Yeah. Even still. Yeah. I'm surprised that there was not even like a like a an hey, inkling of that. Yeah, there's something you guys should know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, but there's something you guys should know. Aya looks almost like insulted by this yeah. information, which I think is maybe not the correct response to it. But she looks very surprised. Maya takes it a bit better. She just immediately is like asking questions about it. She's like, like "Oh, what okay. The fuck? So you were married. You had a kid before." Uh, are you open to relationships though? Like, are you still like into that idea? And Sota uh, responds by saying, "Quote: I'm not holding on to anything," which is again like I I, I don't want to dunk on this guy too much because like he's new and like I don't really like understand his vibe 100 percent yet. But like that is cold. Like when Aya said that she feels a coldness from him, like that is a cold response to that question. Yeah, that was like. But I mean, you have a kid. Maybe it's just different, you know? He said in the last episode that he is purposely not seeing the kid because they are, I think, like five years old at this point. And he's like, they develop memories at that point. And I don't want to like, I don't want to like create some like weird situation for them. Like, I don't want to, I don't know. I guess it'd be a little bit weirder when they're 20. Yeah. I don't know. It's, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack. There's there. a lot. And like, very truthfully, I am not a person. I'm not the equipped. person to unpack it. Yeah. I, I think, I think the two of us are not really able to comment on it in any meaningful way. Oh, absolutely way. not. Yeah. But it is weird. It is weird. Anyway, so after that, uh it's later in the night and it's Aya and Kaito and Shinsuke and they're they're hanging out. They're the only people left at the party, it seems. Everybody else has maybe gone to sleep. And Maya asks how the skate date went with Yui and Kaito's like, oh you know, it was really fun. And Shinsuke's like, okay, but you didn't say that you were interested in her. Are you interested in her? Which bless you, Shinsuke. Uh 
And Kaido says, very confusingly, I'm interested in her in different ways. And Shunsuke is like, okay, does that mean that you just want to be friends with her? And Kaido is like, of course I do. But also I'm interested in her romantically. And we're like, all right, that's... He's just drunk. Yeah, that's what we were asking. Yeah, yeah, I I wrote that in the notes. I was like, yeah, they're just drunk. They're just talking in circles. Like, Kaido just didn't understand the question initially. And uh, Maya then asked Shunsuke, like, hey, you have... Uh, a date to go out with uh, Sota and have some noodles, like some soba noodles, like what's going on with that? And Shunsuke says, you know, I think Sota is attractive. Um, I don't think his past is like a negative mark against him in any way, shape or form. He's like, honestly, I kind of think it's better. Like, I almost think of it as a positive because he's lived like this entirely different life. Like maybe he has has some life advice. I can see that. And he's like, I'm hoping that the way this goes is the two of us go out to eat and then after that we do something else um because you know i know that he's available after that like yeah hopefully he's into it enough that he would want to do something besides just eat food um and that's the end of the episode that's it that's the ball game that's it the ball has been tossed Mm -hmm. what an episode what an episode i feel like we just flew through that was that fast yeah i i don't i don't know yeah it was it was like an hour Wow. Well, was, faster was, than we normally do. I think this is what what we strive to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do have a lot of other stuff that we have to do still. We do still. For example, yeah. winners and losers. Winners and losers. Um. Okay. Let's do the girls first. Okay. Maya. Maya, winner. Yeah, she is a winner. She went out she with Kaito to get. She Soba. works in a weird place. Uh, she works in a weird place. She has a lot of skills, clearly, because she uh, is both serving food and also um, ringing up customers when they buy clothes. So she's got yep. a lot going on there. And I think that she is an interesting catalyst for a lot of conversations in the house already. Yes. <laughs> Aya. Oh, my God. Aya wins. Yeah, she she gave good advice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she is cute. <laughs> and becoming small Sena. Yes, she is becoming Sena too. She is like Sena who is it's interesting because like I feel like Sena's way of giving advice was always like, I think it would be interesting if this thing happened. You know, like there was always yeah. like a sec there was always a motive for her. It was like, I think it would be interesting if these two people dated or whatever. I feel like Aya's version of being Sena is like, I'm giving advice that's actually good advice, and it also just so happens to make things interesting in the house. Yeah, and it's, it it doesn't seem to come from a place where like I really want to see what hap- what goes down here, but you know she does. Yeah, you know she's into it. So I think she wins. Um, and that leaves Yui on the girl's side. I think Yui wins. Yeah, Yui got to go on a skate date. She got to go on a skate date. She's she's moving her life forward mm-hmm. somehow, but she's not exactly sure how yet. Yeah, but yeah, she wins. I think she wins. Cool. Uh, the guys. The guys. Shunsuke. I think Shunsuke wins. I think Shunsuke wins too. I am worried about the Soba date. I am too. Just because I don't know. There's a weird vibe from Soda that I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. How it's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm going optimistically. The the coldness that people keep talking about from him, I'm worried is going to be amplified on that date. I think so too. I hope he's just not. I hope he's just not mean that's yeah that's my concern don't be mean yeah um Uh, kaito wins kaito does win kaito high five the baby kaito high five the baby (laughs) 
Can I just high five the baby? He totally wins. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, that one is very easy. And then and Sota. Then Sota. I don't think Sota does anything in this episode that would make me say he's a loser. No, he doesn't. But he's like riding the line. He's like getting close to it. You know, he's getting very close to something that I feel like is gonna be really shitty. Yeah. And I hope that is just me being precautionary. I guess. Yeah. So he yeah. wins. He wins for, this week. Yeah. For now. Yeah, I'm interested to see how he kind of plays out on the show from this point on. Yeah. Um, once he starts getting like more deeply involved with the other people in the house, if that's even possible for him, considering how far he's commuting and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's it too. Like, I hope he's not like Tsubasa, where he was hardly in the house. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, that's uh, that's winners and losers. That's winners and losers. I don't know why I was so hard. Yeah, I feel like there's just like a lot to unpack with everyone at the yeah. moment. Yeah. And I feel like still very tentative about the new people because I'm like, I don't really know. Yeah, me too. I need a couple more episodes with them. Yeah, I feel like I completely understand Kaito's shit now, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think of all the new people, he's the one that there's definitely like the there's best understanding of. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to do recommendations? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we got one via email from Jess uh, mm-hmm. that I would like to read out. Uh, and Jess wrote, my recommendation for you guys Slash anyone else who loves reality TV is Instant Hotel. I love that show. It's an Australian reality TV show that was recently added to Netflix here in Canada. Um, she goes on to mention that uh, she doesn't know if it's anywhere else. It is. It is here it's in the in United the States. US. Yes. Not sure where else, but yeah. The show is basically about homeowner, homeowners who rent out their homes as instant hotels, essentially Airbnbs. Each week, the team stay at their competitors' instant hotels and rate them based on several criteria. That's right. The competitors' scores come largely from rating each other. My fucking God. Uh, the team that is hosting can also rate the competitors staying at their instant hotels on how they perform as guests. There is a professional mm-hmm. designer who acts as a judge and offers her own scores based on the criteria. But for the most part, the competitors make or break each other with their scoring. As you can imagine, things get juicy fast. Oh, it's such a good show. I've only watched like three or four episodes of it. Yes. But it's... Ooh. It is constantly recommended to me by Netflix uh, ever since it came out. I am absolutely going to watch it as somebody who uh, bought a cable subscription at one point just to watch HGTV live. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is like so extremely in my wheelhouse. So I'm definitely going to watch this at some point. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you for that recommendation, Jess. Yes, uh, thank if, you so much, Jess. If you would like to send us a recommendation, please do it via Facebook, email, or Twitter, um, or I guess maybe Instagram DMs, just however you feel like. And uh, yeah, do you have a recommendation for this week? I'm trying to decide. Yeah, I'm trying to decide because I was going to, I was actually going to recommend this in the hotel because that's what I've been watching. Oh, I mean, you could <laughs> just double like, down on that. Mm-hmm. Just... I mean, I can double down on that or I can just recommend something else that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. All right, this show. What? <laughs> it's also from Netflix. It's called Dogs. Oh my god, you, you watch you know dogs? What I'm talking about? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I've been watching dogs because it's for like six episodes and we're like basically just like different dogs and like first first stories and first chances. And it's a very good show. And I don't have a dog. I have two cats. We're both too stupid to be considered like dogs, I think. Mm. But um it's just really it's it's a really interesting take on how people from like other countries and other like cultures take care of our pets. Yeah. And it makes me feel really happy. Yeah. So watch dogs. Yeah, I I have to. I have to see it. Yeah. Um, cool. My recommendation is kind of more abstract and harder to act on, I think. Mm-hmm. But my recommendation is to follow more bots on Twitter. Oh <gasps> what? So I love Twitter bots. I am a huge fan. Let me see if I can oh, find it. You have this your one. own. I do have my own. Um 
there there is a bot uh, let me i forget actually what the actual Bren- is it brendo bot it is yeah it's brendo underscore bot is mine uh which is basically just like an ebooks account that takes all of my tweets and then uh reshuffles them into new tweets which are uh, very frequently yeah very frequently for, wild <laughs> january 24th you tweeted in all caps for both of you <laughs> yeah uh every <laughs> once in a while it's like absolutely nothing and every once in a while it's just like really hilarious shit for example flip the script and give waluigi a film trilogy is oh, <laughs> a tweet from there but anyway the b from b movie is carol sunday sunday oh, i'm gonna retweet that one sunday sunday yeah yours your your bot's very good uh, but whatever whatever bots do you recommend yes okay i i was not planning on <laughs> talking about my own bot but here's the thing here's the thing I everybody knows everybody who is on Twitter and uses Twitter a lot right now knows that Twitter is a fucking endless nightmare. Yeah, it is. It is a horrific hellhole that we are all trying to clamber our way out of. And I find that an easy way of doing that or an easy way of making Twitter more interesting uh, and more wholesome is by following so many bots that you find bots are tweeting just as much as regular people. So the horrific shit is broken up by interesting stuff. Oh, the so the one that kicked all of this off for me a couple of years ago is called Strange Voyage. It's um, str underscore voyage, um, and it is a bot. It's a narrative ebooks account that basically, instead of pulling from tweets, is pulling from like uh, a writer who like went in and filled in just like a ton of potential phrases. Uh, and then it reshuffles them into a narrative about a bunch of people who are on a boat that is going somewhere, but they don't know where. So every once in a while, it'll just tweet something like the lazy waves surge or a pillar of light in the night sky. The raft is tossed about by the seas. Um, Damn. Yeah. Makes you ch- think. The children imitate cliff divers. Our boat is tossed about by the seas. Somber structures. Weird things like that, um, which Damn. are just like makes endlessly fascinating. <laughs> But then there are other great bots like uh, Ed Ed and Eddie without context, which is just random screenshots of Ed Ed and Eddie with no context. Oh my god! Um, I send that to my boyfriend all the time. Yeah, and that's probably not a bot. That's probably just like a person who's running it, Um, kind of like the Terrace House foods shot. Yeah. uh, Twitter account, things like that. Or the no context Terrace House is also a very good one. Yeah. So things like that. I just recommend following either like Twitter bots or or like screenshots without context or just like weird shit on twitter to break up all of the other uh terrifying stuff and that's my recommendation that's very good yes do we talk about the email let's talk about the email oh my god i completely forgot about it okay um okay there there is an email that we need to talk about on the show without maybe getting too far into the specifics it is from uh shion's number one fan yeah, sorry, Tsubasa. This this is actually Shion's number one fan. This is definitely Shion's number one fan. Uh, their name is Bart. Bart wrote us an email a long time ago when our email was broken. Has resent it to us. Yeah. First of all, mentioned something that uh, I I want to address, which is that we pronounced his name wrong the entire time. Sorry, it's, it's Shion, not Shion. It's Shion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which that is our mistake. Sorry, bad. I think it just kind of fell into the comfort of pronouncing it in an american accent yeah i and think not wanting to call him sean right <laughs> yeah that as well i i think like truthfully if there's one thing that we could do better on this show or i could do better specifically it's like i kind of like you said get very comfortable using americanized versions of pronunciations no, of people's I can, names i sh- i should really get better about that too um so that is a sorry we apologize for that that's f- fucked up on our end yeah but we will we will double down and try and do better in the future. 
Yes. There's also a list of things in this email that uh, we fucked up on. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, the the uh, summation of this email is that like we need to be a little bit more careful when we're pronouncing people's names. Sorry, we fucked up with Shion, but we'll be more careful in the future. And um, also, just in terms of recapping things, I will also say that like in making this show, we are making a, a podcast for entertainment purposes, and like <laughs> we are trying our best out here as two people who uh, just decided to do this one day out of like really for no reason at for all funsies. besides like the two of us wanting to talk on skype about Terrace house and thought it'd be fun to record it so yeah. although we might not be 100 percent accurate all the time we do try our best and uh as you can tell now because i have released the notes to the internet we take very detailed notes and like try and work off them as well as possible yeah and sometimes we goof it and sometimes we but, goof it but thanks for thanks for bringing that to attention but when we goof it we will try and remedy it so thank you very much yes absolutely she owns number one fan. She owns number one fan. Um, <laughs> anyway, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Um, drink more water. Drink more water. Get your flu shot. If you haven't gotten it now, you're fucked. Yeah, I, I actually think it might be too late to get your flu shot, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm just a little sick right now. So just take vitamin C. I don't know if that's real or not, but I do it. Yeah, make sure you just, take vitamin C with food. Yes. Yeah, don't do what I do. Yeah. Because it hurt your tummy. Yeah. Also, apparently uh, emergency doesn't help you. Yeah, but it tastes good. And it makes you feel like it is. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. Cool. Helping. Anyway. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it for me, too. Um, I, I, You know what? I do want to mention, like, this email kind of solidified some stuff for me in my brain in regards to this show, which, first of all, we have now officially, like, for real been doing for two years fucking crazy which is wild um i think like as of around now the response to the show is getting to the point where it's like it is very much resonating with a lot of people and more and more people every single day which is like wilder than i ever would have expected the fact that it is i think getting outside of a network that we were expecting is kind of surprising yep. um and i just want to like very much say thank you to everybody who has stuck with us from the beginning everybody who's listening now um it is amazing that so many of you listen on a day, on a weekly basis and i know i've said this before but like andrea and i are very much feeling it a lot recently yeah thank you very much so thank you for that yeah we really appreciate it um outside of that thank you to ryan mitchell gray for our theme song young it's off the album a plus ultra um Thank you to everybody who donated to the show, which you can do by going to anchor.fm slash NSAA. Uh, those people include Hinda, Maria, Linus, Alana, Cameron, Kinza, Julia, Brittany, Alan, Spencer, Cap, Thomas, Melinda, Janet, Michelle, and Mr. T. Brandon. Yes. Uh, thank you to all of you. You're all wonderful people. Thank you to everybody who's written a review for us on iTunes. Very cool. We have a lot of those. It is wild. Um, and yeah we have an instagram and a twitter account both of them are at no script at all uh we have a facebook group go search for no script at all all of this stuff is in the show notes we also have actual show notes now which oh I've hell released. yeah yes i'm gonna put that link in uh the show notes as well so you can go Brendan to takes such good notes yeah you can go to our notes and uh, i think i have commenting on so if you go to that link you can also comment on the notes uh, if you want to have a discussion with other fans, you can do it there, which is kind of cool. Um, I should find I, I can't find it now because we're in the middle of recording. But thank you to whoever in our Facebook group recommended that we do that. Uh, they recommended it as a joke. And I 
uh, very drunk at a party was like, that's a great idea in the comments. Um, and now it is real. So it is real. And so I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes, I hope you enjoy it a lot. Uh, I'm also keeping all of the previous episodes notes so you can go back, I think, to the last episode that Saina was there for, because um, that was the one that I had when I started mm-hmm. moving all this stuff over. So anyway, uh, you can find the notes for this episode over there. All of that having been said, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caprotti. You can find me on the internet at Irisbell. Aloha. Aloha. Look at that. Oh, I can't hear that one. Garbage dot online.